I guess being authentic and then having family, you know, issues or whatever comes out or growing up a certain way um, has been my, my definite course. But I, I do other things too, but that's my main uh you do, you do do other things, but that's the center of your act, you know, yes, and definitely. you've got lots to say about yes. mom and dieting associated with mom and manja manja. And yes. yeah, and also um, your mom loves your brother, loves <laughs> your brother. That's a big part of it. Oh, the saint, right? It's a, I always say it's like Jesus walking through the door. I mean, and it's just like love for their son, the moms and the sons, you know. But yeah. I just remember going like, hey, this is a little different, you know. And as <laughs> now, I'm like, oh, my God. But it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> now, one of the things that your career led you to was doing these, uh, what's the word? They're segments about pizza places. Now, there's a Facebook group you have, Jersey yes. Pizza Joint. Or it's not your group, right? You were no. at. So there's like yeah. over 50,000 people. Over, yeah, it's a Facebook group. Uh, Guy Madsen actually started it, and I'm, I was asked to be one of the moderators, um, which was awesome, and I'm so happy to be part of that. Um, and they really do. You know what? They started it in uh, 2020, I think, if I'm not mistaken, but really to spotlight you know, local businesses and help them even through the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, and I started doing videos. I, I actually called it uh, the why behind the pie with Rovo. Right, right. And it, instead of eating there, um, I really went after the stories for the owners because when you're going into these places, there's actually, there's families there that are surviving and, and their employees and everybody. So really to, to really come together with community and, like pizza who doesn't like that you know? yeah who doesn't like pizza especially <laughs> being from new jersey right yes absolutely now you always have opportunities because people see you perform and they have things to offer you like other shows or like appearing in a pilot you were nice enough to appear in life's last lesson now you were a nurse in it because it was all about covid you were administrating a covid test but i bought you a nurse's outfit. Tell us yeah. why you didn't wear that and brought your own outfit. <laughs> Love you, Paul. I, and I was so, I appreciate you even asking me. Um, and I jumped into that. And I met so many great people, even in that little spot. I mean, great people. Uh, but, yeah, I actually said no to that costume. Because, I mean, honestly, I actually went to nursing school. So it was a little too gimmicky. And <laughs> it was a costume. I don't wear baggy things like that. I'll be very, very honest. I am into the form-fitting thing. Um, but then I did genuinely go and get real deal uh, nursing uh, scrubs. So, um, but I hope now, you, you sent me a photo, right? And I said, what is she talking about? It looks very tight. It looks fine. No, uh, no. I, yeah, I felt like it was, it was just too big for me. No, I, I mean, you, you like bunched it up and pulled it tight. So in the <laughs> picture... I yes. was like, what is she complaining about? You did meet a lot of people on that shoot, on the different times we did the shoot, including you came and was, uh, you and your daughter were an audience member, and you got to know Jeff Norris a little bit. Yes, yes, Jeff is great. I saw him at a, a, a show, I think, right before that, if I'm not mistaken. Uh -huh. He's hilarious and talented, and definitely, Jeff is, uh, Jeff is great. And I yeah. just did a show 
I met Scotty's actually uh, maybe six months ago or so. Yeah, great. he's become a good friend. And uh, we, yeah, I was just with him at Scotty's too, um, a different night. You know, it was a very cold crowd that night, but not for <laughs> him. He got up there and just. Yeah. Okay, so I want to know how people can find you out there on the internet, on social media. Now, we know about the Jersey Pizza Joints Facebook group, but yeah. I'm sure that you've got, what, you've got YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Tell us about it. I do, I do. So on uh, Facebook, it's Roro Antonuccio, but if you just do Roro and then A-N-T-O-N, like Anton. It'll come up. <laughs> um, and then for Instagram, it's Rosa Bella, which is my Bella name, 38, number 38. Okay. That's on Instagram, and YouTube is Roro Comedy. Roro um, Comedy. Yeah. So for people at home, Antonuccio, it is the word, the name Anton U-C-C-I-O, U-C-C-I-O, Roro Antonuccio, Roro Antonuccio. Now, Roro Antonuccio, it is time for everybody at home. They are poised to watch this movie with us on YouTube. They got to press play at the exact same moment as we do here in the studio. So why don't you take it away and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. All right, are you guys ready? Here we go. Mad yeah. Magazine, it said. No, Mad Makers. Welcome to Yellow Stream University, Carl. Why would it be named Yellow Stream? Oh, uh, we'll find out. We I sure believe. will. We sure will. So this is college music playing in the background. Collegiate time. Oh, what? Oh, you want the music going? All right. And oh, here okay. The theme song is coming. Oh, okay. But right now, uh, a hearse, right? Yeah, that is a hearse filled with frat, frat brothers. You know, I remember when I asked you if you wanted a hearse donut, and you said, yeah. And I'm like, well, Jesus, that's two counties from here. I would have to drive over to Union County to get a hearse donut. Well, Don't you want a Dunkin'? Oh, here's the song. He's 42 years old. The driver is 42 years old. Grossed out is 42 years old? In real life as an actor. Now, they just threw beer on the rival fraternity. Oh, man. This is really cool. I, I love these movies. Back in 1978, I was so into the crazy frat party movies. Were now, there any more? Than, was yeah. it just frat? In 1978, there was Animal House. <laughs> And this was born from that. There were some Canadian investors, and they found American producers who are willing to make a quick buck on, you know. I mean, if you see the poster for this, you know what you're getting. Look at that. This movie is horrible. I'm wow, pretending falling over. No, here's the thing. Like, how is Gross Out driving? Yeah. The, the guy who's driving, his name is Gross Out. He's our hero, if you can call him that. How is he driving with his feet off the pedals? His ass out the window on the Woolworth. driver's side. Woolworth, yeah. They closed shortly after this movie. 
Yeah, because of the publicity. Yeah. Hey, oh, look, females. It's a soror. Oh, can't wait to stick our asses out of our hearse, right? Uh, what does it mean? Hey, for Q two. Hey, for Q two. What does it mean? It's about the plate. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know, but it's used later to identify. There's going to be two hearses later in the film. Look at this. How can you drive like this? Right. How can Who you drive ready? like this? Right. There's no acceleration. There's no braking. You can go straight. Right. Like, you know, you got to watch out for, like, birds and insects sometimes when you stick your ass out the window. You don't – let's say the car in front of you throws your cigarette butt out the window. Yeah. It's going to fall in your crevice. Writer Mark Jackson, that is not the truth. The guy's name is, is – Ron Smithy. Ron Kurz. Ron Kurz. He wrote Friday the 13th Part 2 and 3 and nice. Friday the 13th Final Chapter. It sounds to me like he knew, knew somebody. Well, I think he was good at writing Friday the 13th. Yeah. But speaking of, like, weird Elm Street shit, this neighborhood is nothing but sorority girls walking home. Right. Don't they have cars? They passed by six sorority girls. Well, they're progressive forward jogging. All right, hey, he's number one. Now, this is the dean of the school, and they fart on him. You're hearing a fart right now. And boy, Grossout did not wipe his ass. Now look what happens to Dean. Oh no, the stream is down. He has a yellow jacket and the number is one on it. it There's going to have real... to be another Dean. Oh, the Daily Cross. I got to remind me to, to renew my subscription. I'm sorry, it said president of the university. I guess he's currently the no. Dean. Comes well, the... here's the Dean right now, Dean Vermont. This guy is going to replace the guy who just died. And, of course, they're complaining about the frat. We've seen this movie before in 1978. You know, I had a friend who said he wasn't going to get vaccinated, but he was going to take it to a wormer. And I'm like, really? From Animal House? Dean Wormer? <laughs> I have some bad news. He passed away years ago. Oh, yeah. They fragged him in Nam. <laughs> no, that was the other guy. Uh, the, the guy who uh, was on the sister. No, the guy... It was a callback from another movie they did. We shouldn't have fragged uh, Sergeant Wiener. Okay, never mind. It was another John Landis movie. This guy does a good Dean Wormer. Yeah, and it was a callback. One of the five-cap kids get in my weight. <laughs> Nothing's going to stop me. See, he, the, the, he didn't appreciate the old Dean's uh, uh, methods of discipline because he had none. Is this shot in Canada on Fraternity Row? No, this is all Florida. Miami, uh, Coral Gables, and the University of Florida in Gainesville. That sounds like a boring name. Oh, you hate that. You hate, I hate that. that. Look at the trees. They're so distracting. Every exterior shot in Florida. Yeah, I, I, I didn't notice how distracting they were until you told me. Then I got Look distracted. At Russell, Russell, I have, no, I have no idea what Splash is saying. Because of the Russell. His name is Splash, because, right, he pees in a bucket? Yeah, I don't have him as an actor. Why not? I don't have a Splash. Huh. All right, ready to go. Now, there's Chief Latrine, and he's white, but he's playing a Native American, and he's doing a horribly racist accent. It's a, I don't know. It's 1979, so it's like 
If you didn't know anything, it was still okay to be ignorant because it didn't matter. You'd never be around. You're not going to be sensitive to people you don't even know. I appreciate today for its brain. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to have it. So that guy, that's is that Fred? No. The, the guy with the mustache. I don't know. You're going to have to tell me. Now, one thing I like about uh, Gross Out is Howard the Duck. Yellow Howard the Duck. These guys are cool. Poker guys. Catching beers. They all do great catches here. Look how he shook it up. I know. Bell's farting, which is not funny. What if they're playing five cards? Now, what's going on here? Like, is there a monster? <laughs> is that oil? Is someone peeing in their pants? Why do they go under the table like that? I don't know. I don't know. Now, this director was no slouch. Did he do uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2? He did Meatballs 2. Wow, all right. He did Return of the Living Dead 2. Ooh, um, he did Dark Tower, which is not good, but it was a Hollywood film. It was the recent movie. one from the 2010s? I assume, yes. I'm just I saw that. That was a, I was all right. It was a miss. It was. This, a so I have to say, Gross Out walks into this room and he goes, Hey, Jerkos, you want a beer? <laughs> <laughs> so that's now you saw how they all were. Right, here, look, look, look. Splash, 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 splash. Now, he is in the rival frat hired as a cleanup boy. So he just peed into the bucket he's going to use to wipe their floors. He's in uh, the other frat. Our frat. He's in the other frat, the bad guy enemy frat. Look at that one. Wow. Make a patch of it. Ooh. Let's degrade you so that the film hates us, so that because we're going to be the ones who get it in the end. All right. Oh, I Let's remember that. Let's degrade you so we deserve what you do to us, because we're jerks. Okay, this is totally disgusting. Uh, people at home don't watch. He's cooking, okay. and there'll be like boogers and shit, all sorts of inappropriate. This is how you just. This is just with like a oh. I guess that we should talk off air, but we had a friend, mutual friend, that had a, a kitchen that was a lot like this. Uh, was it? Did they live on Forest Street? Were they a professor at the college? <laughs> was fish burgers? Was it a location often for fish burgers? Oh well, uh, no, no. He took a picture of sit on a creaky chair at a table and go, "Things to make you go do." <laughs> yes, he did. Okay, so whose house? I don't if it wasn't ours. I'll tell you later. Look, I, I want to watch the comedy. What? I'm trying to watch the comedy here. Oh, that's that's Fred right there in the window. That is Fred. That's it's, Fred. Okay. That's Fred. So Fred. Fred is um, he was in Super Vixens. Miss oh Lincoln wow! Doll, Hollywood man. There's nothing that went on there. The I like that the Wild Stallion. It's the films you've never heard of. Man, this movie's disgusting. I, yeah. I, I would definitely like not even watch it now. 
Now, Mike, you know that I watched these movies four times, three times. Yes, four times, three times. But this time I've watched this time? it. I watched it once, and right One now time. we're watching it. I, I just, it's so disgusting. I refuse, and it's, it's, it's offensive, and it's ignorant. Okay, right now he's explaining uh-huh. how the school got its name. You want to tell Yellow, us for it? Yellow Stream? Yeah. Well, all right, so you know what? Like, uh, his uh, neighborhood, neighborhood Pride. Pride. Yeah, he was hanging out, and then- No, uh, they owned- Oh, they own Stream, White Stream. No, they own Stream. Man. Then once upon a time, the Native Americans lived in Clear Stream, and then the white man came in. He's saying, this is according to, uh, what's his name? Chief Latrine. Chief Latrine. It was oh, Latrine. That's interesting you should say Latrine, Chief Latrine, because his uh, ancestors right. came in the stream that went down to the white people, yeah. and that's why they called the town Yellow because the white people kicked him out, so that oh yeah, they kicked him out. So yeah, right. So they, so they went upstream, right. and they just they wouldn't they didn't have toilets. They well they, they didn't they have did for, well they had a place for number two, but then when they went to when it went to number one, they all just peed down the river. Now this is an offensive fake Indian dance from fake, you know, tribe. He was the one guy I didn't IMDb him as much. I went, yeah, I don't know. You okay, know. now Splash has come home from being a janitor with a present. Whoa. Okay, so I got to tell you, Animal House, when I saw it, I saw it as a young boy on ABC television Sunday night. And really? it was edited. Oh, heavily censored? Must have been. For, yeah, for television. Mike, so then, Mike, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yes. Reading in the newspaper now a story, farting contest. Oh, so he's got to tell the boys. Big farting contest. So that alpha dong, right? So when I actually saw Animal House, the first scene, there's like a dildo in uh, like Otto's room. One of the guy badgers. Otter, otter. Yeah, like one of the big wigs of the in his room. He had a, a dildo, and in this movie they have a double headed mm-hmm. dildo. Like they went twice, they're twice as funny. I think this might have been a literal, like scene for scene, not not literal, but definitely a scene for scene ripoff. It's not scene for scene, like element and element. Like they're watching the girls' panty raid, just like in Revenge of the Nerds. And Which is creepy. They got it, they filmed it, yeah. and then they watch it. So this is where they go, we got to do it. Yeah, this is where we're learning that we need to have a – guess what, Mike? There wasn't a script. I'm not kidding. There was not a script. They so had that, a general idea of where they needed to go, and that included a farting contest. Oh, they didn't script the farting contest? Well, they must have, right, if a guy's up there going blah, blah, blah. But this film had no script as they shot the whole thing – it was like fish burgers. I was like, okay, go over here. Now, here's what you say, right? It was like that. You know, this movie does remind me of the public access TV show uh, we did, which we produced uh, in 89 to 91, 92. Fish burgers on public access uh, TV 28, was it? TV 32. And TV for 32. a time, we were on TV 3, which was the best because you were flipping between channels 2 and 4. Right. 
the boom fish burger. Quicker. Yeah. So if we were doing something like peeing off the roof or a throw up, you know, if we were doing something gross that would catch your eye, you know, Mike in a dress, pick me, whatever that was. Like, that's what we're going. Remember, I showed my dad's split uh, toe. Yeah, right toe. I remember that. Yeah, that was graphic. On her knee. It was all for the flipping. Yeah, I remember you had like, I'm peeing off the roof. I hung uh, yeah. up on my mother live. We threw eggs at City uh, Hall. Ah, you're admitting that, Mike. You're usually too scared to admit that. The truth is, folks, we did everything to do it, and then we got went to the wall by the Chestnut Street ice skating rink, and we yeah, threw it and, there because it kind of right. looked right. Right. Then we edited, or Carl edited it, so it looked like we actually did. Hit we are hall. not so dumb as to actually egg Town Hall. And town Hall. Town Hall. Yeah, town, Montclair Town Hall, right? Yeah, right. And oh, check it out. Check out the dead guy. He's breathing throughout the movie. <laughs> breathe in, breathe out. Twitch, twitch your pinky, twitch, twitch your eye. Look, he's breathing. Back in the 70s, they used to have a air filter, a pump. And that they would put it in the court. That way, it appeared like their chest was heaving. Oh yeah, pump, skeleton pump. Okay, so they're they've got the idea that what they're going to do is, and they're sort of crying over it because they're wasting pot. They are going to burn pot into the vents, into the HVAC system. And then the congregation will get stoned as they're at this funeral. The, the congregation includes a child and a grandma. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I think it's actually hash. It looks like it's foil, the, under the foil is a big block of hash. Hot brownie. That looks like hash, man. Yeah. It's funny. You know, hash just wasn't available to us when we were, right? Well, yeah, but we didn't have butanes and we didn't have that much <laughs> amount of weed anyway. Or maybe, I mean, crack yet. When we were kids, we didn't have hash. There, It just didn't exist, right? I mean, if you went, I went to Germany. You knew what it was. You put it under a cup, right? right? So when I went to Germany, that's Wait, well, how do you do it? So, how, so when you went to Germany, how did you smoke hash? You put it under a cup and you went. Yeah. You, you don't know. I don't have a, it would usually be a clear glass so that you could see what was going on. So you would light it, and then as soon as it started to smoke, like a, like incense or something, you would cap it with the glass. And when that thing filled all the way up with smoke and you couldn't see through it anymore, you would lean down onto the table and you just tilt it up and wow, vacuum that's cool. it all in. Well, I, I know of two ways. One is you get a giant brick and foil, you go to a ventilate uh, duct, and you take out a butane lighter. And you just torch it so it goes into ventilation. I saw it in Up in Smoke. And uh -huh. King's Brat. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, you take hash and you would mix it with tobacco. You would, you would burn it just enough to put a crumbly, and then you would take, like, a uh, cigarette. I didn't know that. And you would mix so it with tobacco. The audience is starting to giggle because they're starting to get high is the joke. And then uh, the dean on stage, or maybe he's president, is getting super pissed. He, he doesn't... He's not getting stoned. He thinks they're laughing. Oh, he's, he's, he's angry at the corpse, the breathing corpse. Well, he started out by saying there's good, there's a new sheriff in town, and I'm going to be a much more strict president or dean, whatever he is. And then they all started laughing. 
And that's when he started freaking out. So maybe he is under the influence too, right? Yeah, I think he's having like a extreme therapy. Look, the kid's high. Not since uh, Harold and Kumar 3 did a, he take so many drugs. I just saw a, a show on, on uh, Netflix, and it was um, The Woman Next Door, Through the Window Next Door, something like that. Oh, I saw the other movie, The Lady in the Window. Right. Yeah. This one was like a series, a one-season series, and did you, sure. you didn't see it? Should it's I spoil it? Show? Yeah, spoil it. Listen, if you're going to stream this show, don't listen for right now. Okay, in the end, the killer is this eight-year-old little girl. Can you believe they did that? You had to watch 12 episodes to get to an eight-year-old little girl? Oh, yeah, 23, that's right. A whole season, 23 episodes? I don't oh, think so. man. I think you're right. It was more like 13 episodes. That's okay, just, so wow. the dean rolled right into the hearse, right? Yeah. Okay, now this is the new guy, Tommy, you had said, right? Here's yeah, Tommy. right. He's in the black yellow cab. And basically, we're going to have uh, the parents are freaked out scene. Look, that guy's pretending to be a valet. No, he's a, he's a taxi guy. You know, yeah, yeah right. he opened the door for them. <laughs> Well, no, he had luggage in the trunk. You're getting that. It's pronounced Lugage. You should know that from Tuesdays. LugageTuesdays.com. I just want to erase this guy from the film. The it's so yeah. I'm a little triggered by Native American stuff because they got a raw deal. And, and we, plus, like, there's no chemistry in any of these guys anyway. No, like, I, there's more chemistry in my trapper keeper high school buddy. You know? <laughs> like, there's like. They're not even talking about each other. But now he's like a wise guy. He's, he's cute. He needs a boyfriend fast. They need to get him like a... Which one is he? They sell him as a genius. He does all the money and finances, and he works out calculations, and he's also the head of the... So right now he's razzling and dazzling them with bullshit. You know, he's Right, he's Groucho. He's Groucho Marx. And he's also going to extract from them $500 because there's an entry fee into the farting contest that nobody can afford. Oh, wow. It's a pay-to-play farting contest? Listen, Carl, I don't want to sound like a snob, you know, in the open <laughs> mic farting contest. Uh-huh. But uh, I do not pay, uh, you know, they Look, pay me to un- fart. This unfunny gig, and you would pay it to get ahead. Listen, I'll say, I've been a stand-up comic, open mic stand-up comic, for two-plus de- decades, I think I know a little bit about farting on stage, all right? <laughs> oh. This film shouldn't have been made. It was really quite horrible. You know, you take a good look at the, the graphics for the poster and, of course, the inevitable DVD, the VHS box. Right. And it exists in the world of video stores back in the 80s when they had physical media. And they didn't have chain stores, but they would have stores and they would have shelves. And mm-hmm. all the great movies are, on, let's say, on the top shelf, or maybe like mm-hmm. second to top, the mm-hmm. high level. And then maybe, you know, underneath eye level, there's some other movies. But there's always going to be a bottom yeah. shelf, right? Yeah, shin level, toe level. level. You're going to miss it. And you're going to miss a piece of trash. This right. looks like one of those videos, like you're at a gas station, and it just happens to be on sale for Listen, audience, if you skip King Frat, if a person was to skip King Frat and die, it would be fine. That's fine. Yeah. And listen, yes, 
you at home, if you would like to, you know, come on back next week. I mean, it's okay. This is come on back next week. Horrible. Oh, yeah, this movie is, uh, I don't yeah, know. I'm not it... wrapping up our podcast, but I just want to say to some of the listeners, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Oh, right, we're getting to the fart contest. Oh, here comes this, the blow-up doll. Yeah, that's his girlfriend of today. Zelda. But this guy, all right, so I don't know if that's right. Oh, so he's freaking right now. That's P-H-R-E-A-K-I-N-G, not F-R-E-A-K-E-I-N-G. Yeah, he, you know, I read about it in 2600 Magazine. It's not Atari 2600 Magazine. <laughs> it's Phone Freak. That's P-H-O-N-E, P-H-R-E-A. Now, Grossout is so nice as to lend his girlfriend to the Tommy, the new guy. Griselda. Yes, Roselda, that's right. Wow, they got a lot of offensive graffiti here in the back. He's 42? JJ The internet says both 40 and 42 at the time of this filming. Now, he looks young enough. Now, he would go on to do um, – his big thing was um, batteries not included. Maybe you've heard of that. Right, that was the one where little tiny aliens – Flew into a window. Okay. Is, oh, are you talking about? On, um, I'm sorry, Carl. Are you talking about batteries not included or asterisk <laughs> lowercase b battery yeah, lowercase asterisk? M. Yeah. Why yeah. was that? Well, it was the movie title was actually asterisk and then yeah, all, yeah, low, yeah. Okay. all lowercase uh, well, batteries anyway, not included. He made it onto ER once. He was on Baywatch once. Uh, Did he play the guy on the in the hospital bed in ER? Right, that kind of thing. Here he is an outrageous fortune as police lieutenant. Um, I can't believe it. That's Ben was... Midler. Yeah, that was a good film, I thought. I like that film. Yeah, sure. I like he was on Night Court him. once. He was on, you know, the Golden Girls once. He's that kind of an actor. He was around. Right. Oh, no admission. Oh, it's $30 admission to get in the green room. Oh, so I teach a, a fart com uh, comedy cl uh, college. Oh, really? It's all, yeah, it's all about farting on stage. I, I once took a stand-up farting course. Um, oh, you did? How yeah. was it? It was okay, but it was really all about a bringer show. That's what they wanted. They wanted to be the bring the most grossest people to item minimum. We, we flew our brains out. We farted you know, our brains That's out. like the worst bringer show. Can you want to come to my fart show? Okay, see my <laughs> fart show? Well, it's not just me farting on stage. There'll be other people. Women, too. Masks are mandatory because it stinks. Man, this is such a pre-COVID day uh, movie. The <laughs> fart competition? You would not have that ever, ever again. Well, I mean, yeah, like, you wouldn't have it in the real world, either. And you wouldn't go drive over to New York and park your car and go see the fart uh, festival? 40, an hour, 40 minutes worth of uh, entertainment? It is disgusting. Okay, so Chief Latrine has a secret weapon. One sip of this stuff, and you know you'll have you'll shit your pants. Fart. That's not allowed in the contest. It's called making mud, or oh really? Yeah, yeah, I just I just hit agree and sign. I didn't read the fine print of the contest. <laughs> the farting contest. Yeah, you're not movie. allowed to pitch mud or something like that. Right. Oh, yeah. 
you know, there are good movies, and there's bad movies, and there's good, bad movies, and there's bad, bad movies, and there's good, bad, bad movies. Uh, uh, force me to drink. Right, and they're hardly forcing him. Oh, I gotta force it down my throat. I just had to gulp. Uh oh, careful, Hiroshima, Hiroshima, but <laughs> <Ew, laughs> right, in, right into between her legs. Look out! There's it. another joke coming. Gonna have, what? He's gonna fart again? Oh, yeah, that's a joke. He burps. Yeah. Right. And then okay, now, sitcom swipe. They pull up to these two young ladies and invite them out. And guess what? They, the ladies say yes. Why? Why? It's not right. believable. They farted on them yesterday. Now, there's no script. They said, okay, I want you to come around the corner. I want you to come up and lean out. Okay, let's do it again. Lean out further this time. Yeah, lean out further this time. You'll Slow walk along. I want you to drive as slow as possible. Do you think they, they have a, some attached in front of the car, pulling the car. I could... <laughs> no, that's somebody's foot on the pedal. <laughs> oh, boy. Here's Wong's Chinese. Laundry wash while you're eating. Fart, fart, fart. Now, here, uh, Carl, I have seen this movie up to the fart button. Look at this guy right. pour soy sauce in his soup. How the heck do you know? <laughs> and there's uh, Sally Struthers is one of the ladies in the foreground. Oh, yeah. Well, she was on break. She heard there was like a free. Listen, we'll give you a meal and you can go right back to the set of All in the Family. <laughs> gross house eating? Gross. It is gross. Look, he's got a fish. So, this is just the Belushi cafeteria scene in Nausea. That's what I mean. Like, it is a scene for scene, but it's. I think Revenge of the Nerds came out after this, right? It must have. It was an 80s thing, right? No, 80s, yeah, absolutely. It was 80s. Okay, this is, so that this is scene in which they were watching the videos of the girls, or it was filmed, wasn't a ripoff of that. But, yeah, they just, whatever happened in Animal House, they, they took a bunch of that stuff. They didn't drive a hearse, what was a, a Cadillac, and they turned it into at the parade at the end. It was like a death mobile or something. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, what a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, uh, King Frat. That was a good movie. Look at you. Oh, yeah, I was a... I don't know if Animal House still holds up. It does. It has some gravitas to it, I guess. Animal House definitely holds up. Do you remember Donald Sutherland's performance? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the um, Amadeus guy with the... the um, you know, with the, to with the devils on his... You know, angel on his... That thing holds up. That thing is... Bluto smashes a guitar and then he apologizes like it was a gut reaction. Couldn't help it. Couldn't help it. Look, this is so not only are they doing laundry at the end of this one, but they have duck hanging upside mm -hmm. down. Now, like here, if it was a butcher shop, a Chinese butcher shop. Right. Now, I, and they're rubber ducks, clearly, right? Rubber chickens. Rubber chickens. Now, I feel like telling you this is the grossest scene in the movie, but how can you say that with this kind of movie? He is now going to. Gag oh, to regurgitate, right? And he's teaching them how to make more room for beer. These are frat tricks. It's so disgusting. Ew, this is so toxic and horrible. Yeah, and then the guy starts cooking with it. Is that funny? I think it's just gross. Well, I mean, they pantomimed the whole thing, Carl. So in real life, it wasn't cute. It wasn't stage cute. 
it does. It's disgusting. Yes, Mike, yes. And in real life, they're not really having sex. They're not really doing drugs. I know, but it's still the topic and theme. Now, look, he's going to try. Oh, I can't do it. Listen, this whole idea of, like, purging yourself like this before you keep drinking. Vomitorium. Vomitorium. Oh, I guess so, right? They're frats. There, there was a period, you know about that, there was a period in Rome, you know, like 40 years or whatever, in which it was customary. <laughs> to... They called it the stink age. The 40, the 40 years of fucking vomit. So you would be like a rich person and you would have a banquet or visit a friend's banquet, right? And then like, you're, I'm stuffed, I'm stuffed. So you would go excavate and then you would come back empty. Uh, I can't watch this movie. Now look, he, him. he stuck his finger in there. You're learning, frat brother. But look yeah. how, like, I'm acting. I can't believe you did that. Sally Struthers. Sally now, Struthers. Who's Sally talking to? Is she an extra or is she on the table? She's an extra. Who just happens to be part of the center. Look how she acts. They said, yeah. go. You pretend you're having a conversation. Oh, this must be the milk from the Chinese restaurant. Uh, they're going to use this to look like he's foaming at the mouth. They're trying to get out of a ticket. Uh, a um, They're trying to get out of a, a bill. What is that? Is that coffee creamer? Yeah, I think. Okay. Do you see the passed out woman? Watch out, Sally Struthers! Hey, I'll try that. I see the guy who's having soup. He's not only still having soup, but he's looking at the script notes. There's no script. Did you see how He's the spoon the... flipped? Yeah. I guarantee you that is why that was the take. That is why we were watching that because they didn't plan that or rehearse anything. Use the one Look, with the spoon flip. The guy reading the actual script just started pouring a beer after that, right? Like, oh, I'm faking, uh, I don't know, rabies, epilepsy, something, or rigid. And uh, guy's like, yeah, whatever. I don't know what to worse. tell you because there was a writer. There were actually two writers, and they all – meanwhile, all over the internet, because lots of film reviews of this piece of crap, lots of them, they all were saying um, no script while they shot. Look, it says last annual fart contest. No furs. Furs. Don't be so funny. Last annual fart contest. Whoa, that was a mistake. That was funny because there was uh he's wearing a Howard the Duck Marvel Properties t shirt. Throughout the whole thing he will wear that. And you know, he was slovenly Howard. Like Howard was the patron saint of like what guys think of you know, like shaggy teeth. Like this kind of like uh slovenly slob Shevel jacket. Yeah, disheveled jacket, red tie, elusive. You got your hat, but the hat's all beat up. Have a stogie. Got a duck bill. Hey, guys. Hey, sorry. I just flew in from uh, Florida. Boy, is my ass tired from farting. Oh, all right. That reminds me of South Park, uh, those two who fart. Oh, Terrence and Philip. Canadian, right? Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Oh, someone thought of these jokes already. Hey, it's girlfriend. Dinky Tuscadero. Yeah, he does get there. That's perfect. That is so much better. Now that's his old girlfriend from high school, and he doesn't doesn't dislike her, but doesn't want to date her or anything. Wait, oh, high school in nineteen fifty two? 
Uh, well, let's see. This is 79. Let's see. Let's see. He's 44. So, no, no. He's not. He would be 21, 22. You graduate college at 22, I guess, right? So it's this four is... years earlier. He's gra- they. He's so gra- if he was 22 and he's 42, so it's 20 years earlier. So it was 1958. Hey, I'm a tough party girl. Well, Debbie is like, I miss you. How have you been? It's. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to beat you in this. Yeah, but the other guy's sniffing him. Yeah, that's weird, right? Yeah, well, he's, again, like, according to the script, that's what he's supposed to do. There was no script. This is so, like, the Fishburgers. This is so fish, so fishburgers. <laughs> that's terribly strangle him after he slaps it, touches you like that. I really want to know the answer, but there isn't, like, people who made this film aren't talking on the internet. There's lots of articles about, I mean, there's a few people who talked, very few. Uh, let me tell you. Oh, I have it right here. They said fart, fart, fart. <laughs> fart, fart, fart. Super fart. Okay, here's the keyboard player. Well, maybe I should tell his story when we get there. What's your talk about the farting part? I worked on King Frat as a production assistant for five weeks at $250 a week, good money in 79. I also appear in the opening credits, mooning people, the bathtub scene, and menacingly wielding baseball bats in Frat in the initiation scene. We just Oh, right. We just saw that guy. This was the first film I worked on. Oh, good for him. The opening university film scene was filmed in Gainesville, but a majority of the film was filmed on a sound stage. I guess in Miami, he didn't mention that, but... Right. This guy's a good host. Yeah, he's pretty funny. Yeah, when that's the best thing about your movie, that's pretty pathetic. Now, look, he's got the farto meter or whatever there. Oh, my God. Do we got to watch... I watched this film one time. Listen, I just want to say I thank you this, to yeah. many of you for listening. And I understand you're leaving. <laughs> and we'll we're, see you we're on week. every week. Yeah, next week we got a different Radio. movie. Got it. Uh, Bam, Bam Benjamin. Oh, well, that was so clever wordplay. I have to have an anagram of the title, King Frat. Are you ready? The yeah. anagram is you take the letters and you rearrange them to make a new phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, King Fart. <laughs> but you just eliminated the R. No, I took frat. Look at how inappropriate this is. She's a nice, he is a nice, he's just a model who wanted a gig. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He well, wouldn't you know. really be in this contest. Well, if, wow, you were pro- if, you, if you were producing a fart contest, you do want to kind of get some ringers in. Yeah, a little ass candy. It is an entertainment show. It's not, it's not really a contest, Carl. Okay. So Guinness yeah. Book of World Records is outside taking notes. This is a page drink minimum show. It's just like every other show. It's just you had to pay a $30 admission fee to get on stage. Ew, why are we seeing this? It's a good uh, analogy to open fart. Open uh, fart comedy. So this movie came out in 79 and his keeper says 79. I can smell it. You think that's a coincidence? or? Oh, they didn't like his uh 79 fart. Why, why did I drive to the suburbs to see a fart show? 
Now, I couldn't see movie shots next door. <clears throat> oh, this is Stinky. She's known, Stinky Tuscadero, she's known for her farts. Whoa, look at the thermometer. Oh, she blew up the fartometer. He could know, he goes to the thermometer. <laughs> Did you see him, like, as if his hand got a little burnt from the heat on it? Did you see oh, it? Yeah. He jerked back his hand, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a professional. This is not his first fart rodeo. Okay, now a dog drinks all of. Okay, he he's got to make the fart stuff magic fresh. Yeah. He's got to make it fresh, or it's not potent. So I don't think he drank it. I think he's up there alone. I I only saw this film once, so I forget. Uh, no, he doesn't drink it. I've seen this up to the farts contest. Oh, get your nose away, host. Wow, this is great. Number one, this, number one. I, I actually paid to see my friend, but you were really far, far, farty. I really liked it. It's a really farty set. Hey, good, good set. Good set. Really farty material out there. Hey, oh, you're still doing more open Vicodelli. Uh, great set, great set, and those great. weren't pity pukes. I was really disgusted. So, so she opens up, pours the liquid, and sees the girl stick his at her ass out. He's like, "I gotta see this." And right. The dog and drinks. The dog it. drinks it, so we can get a payoff joke. The dog vomits. Is there gonna be a dog breakfast involved in this? Now, Grossout still doesn't have the formula in him. So you see how the plot doesn't really make sense. They got this ace in the hole. He he was off stage and could have drank it, but Le Chief Latrine didn't give it to him to drink. It doesn't make sense. Oh, oh no, they was gonna, the dog farted across the. They threw a dog across the room. They did throw a dog. Is that also a Howard the Duck? Like Look at this horrible acting. That's like a 1979 thermal. Okay, this must be the fart off. Because she I gotta pass that. Oh, it's oh, they must be playing the music, right? Hey, you paid money. Our show is called King Frat. It's now, so crazy. This whole film they play. It's a disco song, right? King Frat. Oh yeah, King Frat. Oh no, King it's Frat. totally appropriate for being 1979. When they start playing it at the party scene, it's going boom, 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 boom. You know, it's it's that disco beat. Nothing will take us apart. Fart, 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 fart. I wrote the lyrics to King Frat. But the uh, good times, these are the good times. It's that kind of disco. Fart, 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 fart. Fart, fart. fart. So he's going to stick uh, like a bird whistle up his uh uh, yeah, I didn't get that. Oh, this is not. Oh, it's just. I. It's. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next week. It's the joke. The oh, part didn't land. The part didn't land. Today's audiences are different. You know, yeah, the part didn't land in today's audience. You have to know your audience. Okay? You got to meet your audience halfway at a part contest. Right. The kids love the squeakers. They think it's funny. It's they love the squeakers. Yeah, they don't appreciate, you know, it's a different generation. They don't appreciate the real deep farts. You know, the girls they picked up at the Chinese restaurant, she only smiles when women fart. I've seen that's, a, that's the only notes I have in this entire movie. But she's really into it. Yeah, she's 
she only files at other Asian lady parties. Um, okay, now we're getting the, okay, what was it about the whistle? Because it's struggling. Oh, draws mud. mud, mud. I draw mud. He drew mud. That's funny. Chart. That was a seventies version of chart. Drew mud. <laughs> okay, now he wants the cop to do his dirty work and go bust up the frat. What in the world did this guy write? You know what I mean? If there's no script, I, I. I oh well, he wrote. Have you ever seen Meatballs too? Mm-hmm. So it's like Pee Wee Herman's the bus driver. Richard Mulligan's is the camp director. I'm, I'm saying in this actual film we're watching right now, uh -huh. this pretty serious dialogue. He must have written this. Yeah, like, well, I mean, technically John Landis wrote this. This is Chris Miller. <laughs> uh, this is Ivan Reitman. Who else wrote Animal House? Okay, now this guy, his name is Doug Delman Doyle. No, no, Dan Fitzgerald is the actor's name. He was in her Police Academy 5 assignment, Miami Beach. Right, yeah, they went to a convention in Miami Beach. It's the first time they, they called out of the United States, so they're not from Miami Beach. That's his big movie, Everything Else You Never Heard of. Super Fuzz, maybe you've heard of. Yeah, sure, I know Super Fuzz. So okay. this is the Losers Party? Are they doing the Losers Dance? No, this is not. That was our fish burgers dance. This yeah, is a winner's party. No, it's a loser's party. They lost. They got second place. You mean in the fart contest? This isn't yeah. for the fart contest. It's just the – look how they're in – you know, they're not in togas, but he's in a toga. He is in a toga. It's a direct – oh, he's not in a toga. What am I talking about? No, he's now, the keyboard player there. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. His name, where is he? Where is he? Here he is. His name is Chuck Demodica. He was the keyboard player and the singer for the band in the party scene. He he says, when the movie was finally released, I went to see it at a midnight showing in Fort Lauderdale with several friends. Besides the four of us, there were probably ten other people in the theater, not including the usher. Remember, there used to be ushers. When the movie was over, we were exiting the theater. The usher asked me if I wanted a paper bag for my head. He recognized me from the party scene. Wow. Wow. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, you were a movie usher. Yes. I never uh, said that to anyone. Here's more information about that viewing. It's from a different internet source. He and his okay. parents went to see the film when it came out in the area. The audience reaction is about what you'd expect. Thrown popcorn, soda, and even a few tomatoes. Now, who brings a tomato? It's not the truth. It was Florida. Uh, and then it tells the Usher story again. So that's his claim to fame, and he had a good night out. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't wait to tell the story to your grandkids. Yeah, we went to a movie, and they threw stuff at the film, and then the guy said, do I want a paper bag? Now, a paper bag comes into this film later. It's a scene you miss. There he is. He's playing. What is he doing? Is he drunk? He's, that's... I don't know. Like, Why is it comical? It's not his personality. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Is, are they going to tell jokes like in Laughing? They'll be like doing that's 70s. Here's my impression of 1970s laughing. Dee, 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 dee. See that Dave, monkey? Dave's bad. Dave's not higher. Oh, nah. Yeah, well, that monkey was a little aggressive. Yeah, he 
Yeah. You grabbed her boob. This movie's horrible. Horrible. So is that V guitar. All V guitars are horrible. No, man, it's a good investment. You're going to get a lot of years of productivity with a V guitar. Now, you there is older, a, your knees hurt. In the song, there's a woman singing, and you don't see a woman in the band at all. There is no drummer. Okay, oh, now, no. the Damn old it. girlfriend is going to try to talk him back into getting together, but he's like, I love my new girlfriend. What's her name? Griselda? What did you say? Griselda. Griselda. Yeah, he. I love Griselda. She doesn't talk back. All this. Oh, yeah. You remember it makes the noise, I love you. It says little catchphrases. He says, it speaks uh, back, this guy. Whoa, boobies, finally. Like, it's all farts in this movie. There's, like, no boobs. Yeah, this movie really did heavily, you know, do the nose picking and throwing up and farting and burping. It didn't go to the sex comedy like right. you would expect. So what happens now after this fart competition is over? What next, Carl? Well, uh, there will be a uh, um, party trip to the hospital when two people are connected. Look, see them screwing in the bathtub? That was not in the drive-in theater. Uh, okay, this film was actually popular in Australia and okay. England. In England, they don't have fraternities, and frat movies are always a hit in England. They don't have that, and they, they wish they did or something. And um, in the UK version, they showed it all, including the other scene I was talking about later. Okay, So we're watching the UK version, and we're glad we are, because otherwise they oh. cut that scene out. Right. I, I think they digitally erased them from the bathtub. <laughs> oh, so that guy is a spy. I forget that. Yeah, you know, we, we, uh, a guy fell out. He goes, Keep, I'm out. No, not Chief. Dean, <laughs> Dean, they were. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. there he is on the other side. That's right. Yeah, he goes, uh, A guy rolls out the window and lands on him. And he, the, the guy goes, Thanks for doing that. Like, you're a good night. Good night. Well, good night. <laughs> More belly dancing. Now they they spent a hundred thousand dollars to make this film. That's uh, about right. That's the money in can this. It was Canadian dollars. They had to change it to American, but the Canadian financers put up a hundred thousand dollars, and the producers ran with it. They just went to make a quick cash in on the. You know, you saw Animal House, then you see a poster for another frat house movie, and you're in the mood, right? Well, you know. Part of the great things about the 21st century is that things, you know, the internet, things don't disappear. Yeah. These, these movies were probably meant for a drive-in and gone, you know. Yeah. And then they stayed around, like, I remember the video box. And this is total video fodder. So no, well, this, this movie was a hit. It did make money. Not, no, no, no. Let me back that up. This movie was a moneymaker for everyone involved. And that's because they only spent $100,000 on the, you know. Right, sure. Um, it did a modestly profitable run on the drive-in circuit, and it did good money in video. Uh, and it was made for less than a hundred thousand, less than. Have you ever? Well, actually, I, I take it back. I first watched this up until the farting contest on QV TV, mm -hmm. UBI. 
TV. Now they're stealing the big penis little boy. That they, is, they ripped his dick off. Yeah, that this is, is the good. The good frats are there. TV, the TV TV has advertisements that are are interspersed throughout the movie, so you have an experience of farting contest that gets interrupted, and then Downey and Game detergent commercials play, and they're like, "Keep away from kids." I'm like, "No." Keep the kids away from the farting contest. Like yeah, um, I, I would have them eat Tide Pods all day if they don't go to them. <laughs> like your priorities are fucked. Well, it was like Tide Pod commercials in between the farting contest. So thank you, TV. Thank you, they, TV. Yeah. What? It's a dick. Yeah, nice. Cop, let's see. Let's see. This cop. He's uh, Tom Tully. As Officer Percy from Chicago, um, actor writer known for the Mothman prophecies 2002, who finds a who finds a friend finds a treasure in '81 and Freddy of the Jungle. I guess we don't. He doesn't have any credit that's right. like something you saw him on the big screen. Oh wait, this is Animal House. Animal House. Animal House. Pluto's at the window. Now, Pluto's anytime window. a window. Anytime it goes up, it's going to slam down, and that's our joke. That even happened in the general, right? Right. The general, Lester Keaton, was taking a leak off the general train. Mm-hmm. He had the window open of the compartment. When he rescued his damsel in distress, do you remember? That was the funniest scene of the movie because he told her to be quiet, then he knocked over a table, and then he turned back to her and told her to be quiet. You remember that scene? Yeah. Right. Well, anyway. Remember- a door, the, the the windowsill fell down on his fingers. I don't know. It's it's not his fingers. It's supposed to be his dick, right? Oh, his, my his, mistake. And then and then his girlfriend Stinky was outside waiting for the sound. I love it. I hear when you see when it's like window pane hitches urinating on each other. <laughs> you see, they broke off the penis and they're inspecting it now. So it's a police report. Campus police police report about the missing statue. And That's they Percy. It was. It has a name. That's Officer Percy. Oh, my mistake. I didn't, I didn't mean, I did, I didn't say Percy per se. He was, his uh, acting credits included Canadian uh, Canada Camera. No, only the money was Canada. Only the money was Canada. This is all Florida. Okay, Uh, now they're going to like, they've got a search warrant and they're going to look for the, uh, statue and they have the right to be there but somehow they're sneaking in anyway whose kitchen looked like that i'll tell you after the show Carl. Give me a hint though man i can't well, I, I, we've done this show for five years i always regret what i, I ditch about montclair new jersey from the okay show. Were, were they they were from montclair were they from yeah. my end of the woods they weren't from over by the path mark no they they were walking distance i'll, I'll tell you afterwards Father was a professor. That's me. Oh shit! Now they they don't drink any hard liquor here at the frat house. No, it's all about beer, and then you puke up and make room. Do you remember my kitchen was uh, slanted? It was tilted. Like if you put a baseball on the floor, it would roll a direction. I have distinct memory of your kitchen. We shot a lot of stuff there. I shot uh, a hostage video for the show in front of your refrigerator. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you also got uh, electroshock therapy. That's right. Well, that kitchen table that that should get a good an award. I think they go to the Academy Museum, and it's on display. I seated seventeen thousand fish burgers. Got right. This kitchen table with those gingham curtains. Yeah, the gingham. And the bathroom, right, right off of the kitchen. Right, that got a lot of play. Right, that oh, got well, in Hamlet. I was sitting on the toilet. Right. Yeah. And then there was the uh, choking your chicken one, the robot one. Yeah, it, that was a little weird. Curled up. I made you a nice bed. It's a warm. Remember <laughs> the bathtub. Right. You. You. And you. I made you a warm, and I. I, I showed you the bathtub yeah. for you, you, you to sleep. You meant to say I made you a warm bed. But I right. saw in your eyes. You were in the scene. I was rolling. You said, I made you a warm, and you looked down. It was not a bed. It's a bathtub. So you just stop talking. I made you a warm. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, man. Everything's funnier than this fucking movie. But you can't be scripted. Just whatever <laughs> comes out. I did have a chance to perform someone's bit, and uh, she wrote it was really funny, and I fucked up a line. I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> you know, like, shit. We've been there before. Yeah. Whoa, it's beer. How did they do that? Pipper McGee. They have, Pipper McGee, this is an intervention. Well, what do you mean? Well, I opened your closet and 6,000 empty beer cans fell out. Yeah, they're empty. What's the big deal? <laughs> what? It, did it hurt? No, they were empty. It would have hurt. Me, man. Oh, yeah. This I is love the you. I'm Griselda. Oh, yeah, that's it. He's talking. You know, Officer Tully maybe is okay, right, as an actor. His stuff is a little funny. Who, Tobey Maguire? <laughs> Officer Tully here. You just corrected me to say it properly. Is he Officer? Percy. Officer oh, Percy. Oh, so Percy. Percy. Right. Yeah, because you're like that cop. The guy has a name. He's been working Yellow Stream community for years. Does he? Does he really? <laughs> it's it, he did have an IMDb entry. Okay, oh, so right. they, he comes down with the. He, he's gonna pop it, and then Grossout's gonna call him a murderer. Oh no, he shot it. Wait a minute, hang on. He took a gun what? and he shot did you see a the boom mic. I saw the boom mic. Oh my god, I missed it. Okay, first of all, it shot across to him, and Grossout made a perfect catch. What a good scene. But then the boom mics zoomed over to him. We don't have time, Carl. Now, this is, again, another scene we saw in Animal House. Right, yeah. A girl in the window. Right. He was on a ladder, not a tree, but still. Now, trading places with the gorilla suit was uh, 83. He's only he's only in a gorilla suit because there was a costume party. I doubt they said. Was hey, that Schloss? John Landis made a movie called Banana Month, aka yeah. Schloss, and he dressed up in a gorilla suit. That was the movie, and that was the seventies movie. Schloss. Yeah, yeah, first film maybe. I think I don't think I ever made it through it. He he's our. Our Star Trek connection, Mr. Schlock. Who, John Landis or Mr. Schlock? He was from Vulcan. No, never mind me. I'm trying to be funny. It's not working. 
I just well, don't the, like that it's the same thing we saw in Animal House. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm mad at this movie on a lot of levels, and I really hate that you made me watch it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's perfect. Yeah. You Can would you blame me? perfect for your show. Can you blame me? It's called King Frat. It's from yeah. 1979. Right, right, right. It's on YouTube, and it's the uncut version. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah, you got to take the garters on or off? Take them off. Okay. Now, yeah. in Animal House, it was like she was obviously going to masturbate. Right. Well, oh. no, I saw Animal House on ABC. She was going to read a book. So she, she <laughs> blinked, and then they were cut to another scene. And then he fell. Right. He looked out the window. Ah. There's a monkey. Oh, the, the TV. Uh, what do you think of those wipes? Yeah, you hate Yeah, them. the wipes. wipes. They're all right, but they need a little sound effect. What do you mean? Little Time. Batman sound. Oh, no, it's not Tommy. It's not Tommy. That's Tommy. Who is it? Is it, uh, see here, there's Kevin. Oh, is it Fred? It must. Oh, it's Kevin. Maybe Kevin. It could be Kevin or Fred. Fred was the lumberjack, he said. Well, Fred was the guy who popped up to eat some gross-ass food. Okay. That guy was in Nothing You Know. Super Vixens, actually. You probably know Super Vixens. Thank yeah, that's the Russ Meyer film. Yeah, he was in that, 75. Never saw it. Gorilla Down. I think I was going to pick that for the show, right? And we couldn't find the right version or something? You know, the ambulance is going to take him first to the costume rental shop, then to the hospital. <laughs> right, you're not appropriately dressed for the emergency room. you got to get it back by midnight or they're going to charge you another day. Okay, now what happens is... The guy struggles in pain, and so the woman, like, unbuttons his shirt, so he, you know, and so he's, I'm burning up, like, takes the suit off, and then, like, he, he gets on top of him to help him somehow, but his erection goes boing up into her, and he has such an erection that they are stuck, okay? That's what's going to happen here. Wait a minute, really? Yeah. That's so gross. Yeah, yeah. So she didn't plan this. Right. Didn't plan it. She's trying oh, look, she's getting on just to try to unzip it. That's right. all. Just oh, nice hairy chest. Better, right? Yes. Right. Yes. And then it goes a wang and pops right up. It just coincidentally Oh, we gotta hear the sound now. I guess. There was no clothes involved somehow. Well it, his erection broke through Ripped through. Mm -hmm. His gorilla costume. And uh, through whatever co she was, uh, you know. Unconsensually pierced him. Okay. Now, in the American version, the ambulance driver looks back, and it looks like they're doing it, but you don't see that. They cut back to him looking forward, like embarrassed, you know. But the right. UK version, look at this fake car. They cut this whole out on ABC. <laughs> I mean, they, you never hear a fart. You heard bleep. It was uh, it was Sunday, and yeah, it was Disney. Oh, they're looking back. Oh, so that scene was cut. 
yeah, but luckily we see the UK version, so we get to see everything. Now, this guy's story is, I just can't pee. Okay. Really? Yeah. And the wife is there trying to help him. Now, I go out to the waiting room, and look, okay, she's so embarrassed that she's going to be wheeled in on a gurney up to a gorilla in a fornicating act, right? That they can't right. get out of. So I get the premise. They will put a bag over her head so she doesn't need to be embarrassed. Oh, you can see who it is. So they roll past the old couple, and the wife goes, he must be really ugly. <laughs> yeah, fucking a gorilla. Maybe we should listen to the audio at that time, at that time. Okay. So they're like, we appreciate you can't pee, but there's a real emergency. He's like, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, if he well, would just finish, it would go down. Oh, is that the thing? Or I thought he was finished. He was asleep. No, but it, it, it's it, – the way I used to work in my 20s was after right. it came, it went. I mean, it was, didn't – Was that consensual or was it? It was an accident. It was not on either person. Nobody tricked anyone into an mm -hmm. unconsensual – Yeah. Cover my face, but I don't mind my boobs being out. Well, that's the weird thing. She threw her boobs in the window, got upset that someone was watching, ran down when the gorilla <laughs> fell, and she just got her so, boobs out. Yeah, got her boobs out, and then winds up having. Uh... Now, what do you think's really going on with the male actor? Right, he's a human being. I mean, they're not stuck together, but I mean, you know, right? He's getting right. a little pressure right now. I mean, it must not be a bad gig. Okay, turn on the really sound because she's going to be fun. Oh, I missed it. I missed no, it. No, no, it's coming up again. Oh, no, you're right. You missed it. I don't know if that's funny, but it was funny when she said, this she must be really ugly. <laughs> yeah, now, I mean, that's... I thought the next joke would be, they, she would go in to help with him losing an erection, like, right? Right, Yet yeah. He would go, but they didn't do that. They just, pop, they made a cork. Great joke. Just an excuse to see areolas. Well, I mean, it's like, here's the premise. Stuck, and you need to, to physically pull her off, and you need to hold him down. So they all heard a, you know, a pop noise. Did they? There's the oh. dead dean or president. Oh, uh, they keep it goes occupied. So there's a dead body in their frat house. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, it's been days. Been days. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, I, that's the first reference in a while. Yo. I love that fart contest, and sitting next to you watching Gross Out Eat just gets me turned on. Now, this running gag is she is a virgin. And so... Yeah, he, was, he was talking her up about that, the fart contest. He's like, yeah. I just came here to watch the fart contest, and I was sitting in the audience. <laughs> Uh-oh. 
That's all I got. These happy days they go on and on. Okay, right now they're finding way. out that he's a virgin. And so they're going to go take care of that by bringing him to right like now. They're going to drive him right now in real time to a brothel. That's mm-hmm. it. We're going to Las Vegas. Or we're going to Deep Florida. Oh, they're going to Angel Beach, the, the Porkies. <laughs> Angel That's Beach, right. Florida. Yeah. You boys want the Porky special? Yes, sir. That's the Porky special is when you there's a prostitute and Porky's and then the, the husband comes home and scares your <laughs> naked ass out. And then they're all in on the gag and they all laugh at you. Now he's trying to back out. You know, he's scared. He's like, maybe I need to wait a little. Oh, Dennis Hopper. Dennis yeah. Hopper's cameo. Was that Dave Berg from Mad Magazine, the lighter side of? I Oh right. Dave yeah, Berg. Hi, I'm a pretend. Uh, a pretend brothel. How can I help you? I'm here to see the pretend ma- madam speaking. <laughs> Look at the awful wallpaper. My God. That's brothel wallpaper. <laughs> you yeah. No, you don't live in Florida in Angel Beach. In 80, in 79. This is um the sound studio, sound stage. That oh, the yeah, it sure shows about, it. I guess. Yeah, it sure shows it. Weed, sweet, or 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 or, holy dog shit! All right. So now, they diss these girls by saying, saying he wants something really special, and so they're like, they call up another girl to come here. Doesn't you think that's offensive to the you know Laverne and Shirley here? Yeah, well, they're 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 date matches, pegging. What's his name? Save a tree, eat a beaver. That's a seventies TV show. <laughs> Save a tree, eat a beaver. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. that was inappropriate. He was he went immediately out there and punched him. Now, if they had a good budget, they would have put in the sound effect. Honka honka. Well, I mean, if this was a real bordello, they would have probably kicked him out. Right. You can't act inappropriate. Yeah, you can't <laughs> handle. Right. You just respectfully pay the money. Right. Uh, the director worked on an early draft of the script for Brian De Palma's body double, but didn't receive an on-screen credit. Oh, really? The director Brian De Palma has a body double? Good click, good. More recently, this director has been editing direct either directing or producing episodes of the documentary TV series U.S. Marshals, The Real Story, and Breaking Vegas. So I guess he's still working today. Well, that's good. He he dropped out of college, and he went to New York. He was from Ohio, and he went to New York to work as a mailboy at CBS Television. He worked his way up from gopher to editor, eventually became a news producer, studied film at Columbia, Movie critic Andrew Saris, you know that yeah. name? Yeah, yeah, from the Village Voice. He was a, one of his professors. I don't know why that should be on his credit. Um, it's an honor. He made his promising feature date. Yeah, but why credit? And one time I opened the door for Amy Schumer. I mean, why credit that guy on this guy's resume? Um, it implies that all the knowledge that 
that that guy had pointing to him. Right, sure. Uh, made a promising feature debut, director and co-writer of the supremely eerie and effective Nazi zombie horror winner, Shockwave. Oh. Anyway, in the end, he got to direct a major motion picture, and that was um, Dark Tower. Yeah, which was, well, wasn't Dark Tower like eight hundred bucks long? Maybe it was the highest thing ever coming that movie was just a shoot 'em up movie, you know? Yeah. And none of the characters had any they were all two dimensional characters. Now that's the virgin, right? What? She was the special one that he invited over. You see, so his heart is broken because the girl who wanted to stay a virgin really was a prostitute. Wait, so she was lying to him. Right. Yeah. Why? Why? Well, because she was special. No, Until he went to his work. I said she was special. Just for a one second of shock on the film. Oh, look, there's young Kevin Bacon. <laughs> They're going to fuck up the frat because they stole their... Now, the uh, way they're going to provoke the frat to come over is to beat the shit out of this guy. Flat. Do they finally realize he's in the other fraternity? No, they, they've always known. I don't know the answer. I thought they always knew it, and they were, they were, you know, he just worked there to come. I don't know. Here comes a punch that doesn't make contact. Oh, I'll do the sound effect for it. Okay. By the way, that's another feature of your house. You can hang it on your roof. Listen, you want to go out and have a cigarette? Go, go open up the window. Hang out on the couch. Now, the cops went looking, or the dean and the one cop officer per se, uh, went looking for that statue. Clearly, they didn't find it. This seems like the scene. Yeah, he's going to come they in. They beat up Pluto, right? Oh, or no. no. They, didn't they beat up the other guy in Animal House? And he comes back, and they're like, that's it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember yeah. Look, he's got the guitar like an Animal House. Everything about Animal House, they just... Well, Grossetter is going to give a speech about German bombing Pearl Harbor. <laughs> yeah, that was good. You know, when it cut away and he goes, Germans, he goes, let them rip. I don't even think they needed that. I think everyone got the joke, you know? No, they, yeah, but it, that, that line gets quoted as well. Um, classic line. Oh. oh, well, that's the end of that statue. Oh, so much for that argument. Wow, this now, movie. here he is, drunk, going, we're King's Frat. Go ahead, why don't you listen, because this is how the film got named. Audience, I'm sorry that you had to watch this film. Here comes King's Frat. Sounds like shit to me, boys. Ha ha ha. Here we go. Big fucking reveals 
perfect. That's our title. That's our title. And you see how they put in the curse word, you know, the symbols, King fucking Frat? That's, so it is a reference to the movie. The poster is canon. I did notice that the title on the movie poster is King and then the uh, cartoon curse. Yeah, we call it King Frat because what else can you call it? I mean, you can't say King King fucking Frat. King Frat. Uh-oh, here comes the parade, the doom. You know, I always tell you this, that my favorite joke from that magazine was their parody of Animal House, where yeah. he goes, uh, I'll have 4,000 marbles. And I goes, that's too gross. He goes, nothing's too gross for this one. <laughs> I remember Animal House parody in Mad Magazine. I, I read that, too. I used to read Mad and Crack. Right, sure. You didn't read Crazy? Oh, yeah, crazy. Uh, yeah, Mar- I guess I Marvel's did. Ver- Marvel Comics version of Cracked in Mad. I didn't, I guess, I don't have a strong memory of it, so I guess, I do remember reading it. Well, I had a memory of Mad Magazine. I had both. Macho the Clown. They had King Hulk, uh, Teen Hulk, where he would get really upset about things. Yeah. And the joke was, it was immature and... Yeah. Okay, so this is our big finale, and you know, here comes a fake cop car with a yellow siren, right? Oh, they got the megaphone. Yeah. De-escalate the situation. Right. Like de-escalate. Remain calm. (laughs) Percy. Finally, the football helmet guy has a purpose. I'm Dean Dewormer. Uh-oh. Are they the same frat? Oh, no. no, that's Jock. Right. His name is Jock. Here comes Did the you... same ambulance, the same guys. Uh-huh. Under they clean... they did. They did use, like, Febreze in the back of that uh, van after... after... <laughs> I don't think Febreze existed in the 70s. They probably had Lysol. Like aerosol spray cans. With the CFCs, CFCs. Yes, yeah, and and no seat Fluorocarbon and no seat in an ambulance. Whoa, he's on the stretcher, zooming along. Yeah, I saw it. I said, man, that's a stretch. Punch the gorilla. Right, but it was the the gorilla guy. Uh oh, here we go again. Oh no! Don't let her sit on him. So the joke here is, the the ambulance is just cleaning up the wounded. Someone goes down and they put him in the back. Oh, so there's more than one person in there. Oh yeah, there's gonna be lots. They they go and pick up. All right, tied. We're doing all right. He didn't even get the other one. Man, this is terrible, Carl. This movie. Yeah. It's awful. It's, it's awful. Unwatchable. But there were movies like this, and and I have to tell you, like. Thank you, Tubi TV, for for being there for me for having this movie. <laughs> you love and, Tubi. Yeah, and, but I mean, like, this is a crap you see on Amazon Prime. These terrible films 
bottom of the shelf video rentals with like half ass graphics. Need the next person. Uh, <laughs> they need that stretcher, so they just roll them out. Whoa! Yeah, if you introduce a fart in the first act, like it's your fart finale. Yeah. Fire. Fire and all. One time I was with time. Marcus on uh, Forest Street, and we were watching TV, and that came up. And I was like, that can't be real, that it's really flammable. He goes, no, 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 it is. I said, bullshit. He goes, well, try uh -huh. I said, try it. He goes, we'll do it. So <laughs> we were on the couch, so I took my lighter from cigarettes. I put it by my butt. I lit it. And this, like, what? The flame. It was the, and the smell, Mike. It was the most <laughs> Disgusting experience. I will never again. Well, you can burn your 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 tingle hairs, your little your little curlies. Well, I'm glad I didn't. I was yeah. in pants. I will never find out again because could not believe it. Okay, so the smell of chart. Oh, we're in the, okay. Sorry, I was talking. Okay, and Dean is gonna throw the book at him, or gonna try to get the judge to. Oh, so this is Animal House once again. Remember they sang and marched out? Yep, this whole thing is Animal House. Oh, I think he got injured because he had a bandage on his nose. On his nose, yeah, yeah. butterfly. Oh, snobs versus slobs. They never sit in the Don't same aisles. Don't eat it. He flicked it. It was an affliction. Okay. Affliction. Nerds sit on the stage right. Uh, snobs sit on the stage left. Oh, man. Nice pajama bottoms. That's kind of a class act to go in the court wearing pajama You know bottoms. how stage left is really, you know, it's from your perspective standing on the stage, right? Stage left is really you to your right, if you're the in the audience. I always thought stage left was that in the audience, they see the stage on the left side, and that's when you walk on. No. Okay, wait, wait. Well, I don't know about the walk-on part, but stage left means from the audience's view, right? That's what I thought. Okay, okay. So stage left is... To you on the stage, it's really your right. That's yeah. why. Okay. Yeah. And then when they tell you to go up the stage, you got to go to the like edge. It's very edgy comedy. Yeah. When you walk up very to the edgy. stage. Plays are very edgy if you get too close. So <laughs> there's all these charges against him, and then like Mr. Smarty Pants is going to pull out the fact that it's really on the the tribe is called something Wong. What is it called? Oh, gosh. It was like someone's Wong, right? It was right. like Kevin's like Wong. Humpa Wong or... Oh, right. Humpa Wong? That so it was like... Punk. It was like Squeeze a Wong. It was something like that. Suck a Wong. So no. we... Suck a Wong. Suck a Wang. So we find out that, in fact, the... Kiss a Wong. Kiss a Wong. Kiss a Wong. Or Wang. I Wait, think kiss a wang. 
it could be. I I only watched it once, and I got I heard the joke. I didn't write it down for my research. I'm done with this movie. Thank God it's ending. So we find out that the Chris Wong Wang own the land that the university's on, and for some reason that means criminal charges don't apply. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. But that's it's all thrown out of court. Yeah, all right. So King Pratt wins. We're the king fucking frat. Oh, Alvin. But the lawyer helped him out. He pushed him over and knocked him down. King frat, king frat. It gets party when we party. King (laughs) frat, king frat. There's only one lawyer, by the way. There wasn't an opposing counsel. Nothing will take us apart. Bark, 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 bark. Now, for some reason, he's become the dean. Does it make sense? That's like when Ogre became a nerd in the end of Kiss along. Well, not with that yellow stream. I'm going to kiss that one. <laughs> oh. Roll uh, credits. Now, I thought they would make him burp. Oh, he said roll credits at the end? No, no, no. I said that. I was like, please end this film. Yeah, end this movie. Well, here it is. There's a gross out Fred, Tommy, Kevin, Chief of Screen, Jock, Slash, Joan, Dean Doyle, Officer Percy, told you, Boyle, Lowell, yeah. Nance, Babbitt, Bucky, Bobby, Becky, Father, Lead Pipe, uh, Veronica, <laughs> Mrs. Mr. Veronica, Intern Attorney, Bailiff, Roy, Irma, MC, Old Man in Hospital, Old Woman in Hospital, University, Lady Godiva, Belly Dancer, Ambulance Driver, Attendant, Mrs. Baked Beans, oh, she was great, and Ira Cooperman. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm ahead of you. Well, okay. did we, oh, that explore. Well, you have to redo it. Carl, what'd you think of this movie, King Brat? This movie, I I would rather watch Koi Anastasi or whatever that was. I hate Anastasi. Well, you know, it is life out of balance when you're like farting for entertainment. That's when you know things are gone for the wrong. I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of base. Kind of. Uh, the Miami chapter of Pi Kappa Alpha. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. They were Pi Caps for real. So that was probably a Pi Cap purse they were driving. Yeah. And probably the house. Mad Makers. Got a location in Miami, Florida, and the studios of the Great Southern Stage. Uh, any event resembling comedy is purely con. Disgusting. God disgusting. Well, to stinky guess, that was it. You have been watching an Ozico presentation. Weird. Get out of the drive-in. All right, time to turn your car on and get out. Take the uh, speaker out of your... <laughs> yeah, man. Oof. Please, re- be kind. Rewind. $2.99 feed rental charge if you don't that rewind. That was pricey. Carl, I don't have a movie for next week. That's fine because you are doing a horrible job of picking them. That was a piece of <laughs> No, wait. I do have a movie. We did discuss this. We have another movie for next week. Do we? Well, let me check my uh, IM. Carl, where can people find you? CarlSucks.com. Of right. course. Of course. I've got two text notifications from dispensaries since we started the show. Ah, what did they want to dispense to you? Do you you remember when you had a drug dealer and he would call you, he would email you every morning, he would text you every morning to tell you he has a special. You know, I I just want to remind you, I sell 
<laughs> Why does it text you? All right. Well, I don't know, Carl. I don't even want to watch movies anymore. Talk about, you know, when the press in this movie is Alpha Omega. This was the Alpha Omega of movies. I am done. Like, I don't even want to watch a cinema a right. film anymore. Yeah, thank you so much, Cinevision Global. I'm no longer watching any <laughs> cinema. No, we can we can come up with something great that'll bring you back. Something Okay, incredible. audience, you gotta check it out. Uh and uh please check us out every Sunday here on mutinyradio.fm. Donate to them at Venmo at Muni Radio uh Muni Radio is the token money. If you go to muniradio.fm, you can find uh their Patreon page link. Can donate directly to them through Patreon. I'm sure Muni Radio at Patreon uh, will get your search results. So, Carl, uh, we uh, great job, man. Uh, the fact that you watched this movie, oh, what the? Twice. I couldn't. I could not. I just couldn't. See. I watched it the one time, and I was like, "This is disgusting," and I just don't want to see it again. I Thank mean, God, there's no audio. Bummer as Billy. Do you remember Sir Billy? It was that kind of bummer film. It was as bad as Sean Connery's last uh, CGI movie ever. Yeah. Last movie ever. Last movie ever. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, guys, hope you enjoy your Sunday and every day, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Watch if you want to, you can slap Spiegelman's behind. L-W-A-F-L-M-N-O-Y-T on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny. Mutiny! It's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny! It's, it's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny! Oh, my turn-offs are guys who say mutiny. Mutiny? Well, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Watch a full length.
German strudel. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Joe DeCaro. As the French say, Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. It's Michael. Yeah, wow. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-S. Welcome. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-S. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike, Bag Old Man, and Carl. Hey, Carl. How are you, buddy? All right. Good. Thank you very much. I'm ready to watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike, Bag Old Man. Bag Old Man. What are you doing? All right. Uh, so right here is... We're on mutinyradio.fm, as we are every Sunday. We stream here first. Go ahead, type in mutinyradio.fm, and listen. Just press the listen now. You're probably listening now. You can make a whole afternoon of it. We are part of a great Sunday afternoon showcase. Bound Around Sound with Scotto just concluded after our show. Ugly Sunday. So what a day. Make it a day. But we're on 2 p.m. Pacific Standard time we also have a youtube channel where the movie we're going to watch will be synced with our conversation we want you to listen we also have a podcast you can listen to us sunday night uh just subscribe to that acronym you heard up front l w a f l m o y t and you got it basically we want to watch a movie with you so we want you to go to youtube turn the sound off and watch a full-length movie with us while you listen to our podcast you could also just go to the youtube channel L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And as always, donate to our station, Mutiny Radio. Go to Venmo and donate at Mutiny Radio. That's no substitution. Carl, what is the movie today? Today we will watch Things to Come 1936. Things to Come 1936. That's what you put in your YouTube search engine. The channel we like, it's like Things to Come public domain movies. The channel's weird. It is... I'm knocking about the number MI3. So if you search for things to come, there's lots of choices. Some have ads. Pick this one or you won't be in sync with us because right. there's criteria different times. And again, we want you to look for things to come on YouTube and not Pornhub. Just right. saying that if you if you go to RedTube and type in things to come 1936, we're, I warned yeah. you. Don't Those do that. things will come, but it won't be our movie. Not our movie, but our movie is Things to Come, 1936. It has public domain in the title, but you just type in Things to Come, 1936, and you will find the channel 2MI3. 2MI3, number two, number three, letter M, letter I, two. How many channels oh. are going to even look like that? You'll find it. You'll find it. It's, uh, it's up there. So hit pause. Oh, go ahead and click the link. When it starts, hit pause, move the timer to zero, zero, zero. We are going to press play at the same time that you do that. And to give you some time to get yourself ready, Carl has spoken to a celebrity comedian. I haven't heard this yet. I can't wait to hear it. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Countdown, this time with Derek C. Quadfather. Welcome, Derek. Derek, we got to know each other through Compound Media, through your podcast, Backyard Boys, and we'll get to it. 
But I wanted to ask you about your name, Quadfather. Now, you're quadriplegic. Tell us about that. Tell us what happened and how you got this name. Uh, I made a huge mistake, so that's how I ended up here. But uh, uh, I guess I could tell you the complete story is uh, on Labor Day 10 years ago, I, uh, I was out at the golf course having a good time. I played a, a lot of golf, uh, had many shots of whiskey, drank mm -hmm. many a beer. Um, then I went to a family get-together uh, party at my parents' house. And I, I got home, and uh, I decided to go for a swim because my, okay. my parents have an above-ground above pool. Um, the reason I went, wanted to go for a swim was mainly because I was a little out of it, a little drunk, um, and I thought possibly cold water might uh, liven me up, make me feel good. Yeah, flip the switch, exactly. Like, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but... It was worth a try, a super hot day, uh, September 1st. And then uh, I went out there and I was swimming around in this above ground pool and uh, my drunk mind said, hey, why don't you climb up the tree that's right next to the pool? Uh-huh. And so I climbed up in the tree and uh, decided to attempt a flip out of the tree into the pool. Okay. Um, so... Standing up there on the limb, and I'm saying to myself, ah, maybe I shouldn't do this. Drunk mind, I went ahead and went for it, and somehow I just completely cased it mm -hmm. and landed right, you know, neck first, right on the bottom of the pool. Okay, um, now at you're that... in the water, right? So you are yes. in danger because if you're having this problem, how did you get out of the water? Okay, so I case it. I land in the bottom of the pool. I feel the back of my neck hit the bottom of the pool. I'm wide awake, and I realize that my arms and legs aren't working. Um, so at that point, <clears throat> you know, panic sets in, and uh, I, I can move my hands a little bit like that. So I'm, I know where the ladder is, so I'm trying to swim over to it, but uh, my attempts are pretty much in vain. Um, and underwater, sitting there drowning, you know, yeah. like a, one million thoughts go through your mind at that point. Um, so, yeah, that, the, you know, I pretty much realized that I was dead and I was, uh, no one was down there by the pool. I did this by myself completely. Right. So there was no one watching me do it. I just did it just to do it. Um, and so what, you got to the ladder eventually, though? That I was close to the ladder, and so where I started was completely across the pool. So um, apparently, you know, I was I was pretty out of it, but mm -hmm. apparently I almost got to the ladder, so I could you know at least pull myself up and try to get out of the water, get my nose or mouth or something out of the water. Okay. Um, but I didn't make it. So okay. I there was that point I realized it was over. I was wide awake up to the point where I drowned, yeah. and. Um, my luck is that my stepdad, who was up there, uh, up at the house, eating dinner, decided out of the blue to go put chemicals in the pool. That he is was, luck. Well, it might be a God thing, a divine intervention, yeah. some, something along that line. Um, so, so he's sitting there eating dinner, decides to come put chemicals in the pool, comes down there, 
finds me, sees that I'm drowned. I was I was blue, purple, I was pretty much gone. And then uh my mom, who used to be a nurse, yeah. They pulled my stepdad, and my mom pulled me out of the pool. My mom gives me CPR. Wow. The ambulance shows up, flies me to, you know, St. Charles and Bend, and they put Humpty Dumpty back together again. (laughs) (laughs) But we're mentioning Oregon, just so people are in context with this hospital and this area. It used to be quite an outdoorsman out there, but you still hunt, you said. How do you go about hunting, and what do you hunt? Uh, Just deer and, like, birds, grouse. I don't know if you know what a grouse is. They live up in the mountains. They're like a game bird, upland game bird. Okay. Um, but in Oregon, you can uh, drive around in your with the disability tag. You can drive around and hunt on dirt roads. Um, uh-huh. So you you could shoot out a window of a vehicle hunting oh, deer. Gotcha. So you do a drive by on Pamby. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Now we got to know each other through backyard boys i love that name by the way and this is a podcast that's very fresh it's only about two months old now you've got like a whole cast of characters on there how did this thing come together and how do you manage like so many personalities at once people talking over each other you know because you do you guys do a good job with it yeah um, you know that's the main thing is you just uh you try to have timing um you know most shows that You've been on uh, Gino's show in hot water. Um, most of the people that are on our show are avid watchers of that show, uh-huh. um, or Compound Media in general, I should say. Um, most of them are old Opie and Anthony fans from, yeah. uh, obviously, that, that's been around forever. Um, but yeah, it, it's the same thing, because you, you know you got a wild man like Gino who talks over you back and forth. You just have to get in, you know, get your spots and try to make it work. So everyone's kind of aware how that how that works, um, just trying to get in a spot. You know, you, you have to have a little bit of patience and you got to wait. But sometimes we talk over each other, but it's all, you know, you, you someone tries to stop. You work it yeah. out. When I was on your show, um, I was noticing how people – now, there were some times in which people were talking over each other, but the – but but one of them would defer to the other. One of them would back off right away, like when they heard it coming. I guess you got some practice, you know, doing that. I was impressed with – were there six people? I mean, I was impressed with how many. Oh, and there was this secret person, a behind-the-scenes producer person. How He seemed to, like, check every level. And what is he air traffic control there? Who Who is this guy, and how come he's not on air? Yeah, well, uh, he just prefers not to be on air. Um, he's horribly disfigured. Uh, he was in a fire act. No, nothing like that. <laughs> uh, whatever. You know, he just uh, prefers to have fun in, in that way. Uh, uh-huh. He's not always there. So, uh, you know, like half the shows, the entire first month or month and a half of the show, I just pretty much did it myself. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of the times I'm doing the producing while doing the show. Yeah. So it's, um, but. But when he's around, that makes it a whole lot easier for me. If we have a thought, it's like, hey, go look this up. Uh, show us a clip from YouTube. Or, man, that that's so much more convenient than me trying to, like, scramble in the middle of a show to try to figure that out. So um, it is nice to have him backstage. Um, now, who'd you hook up with on In Hot Water? Was it Steve Conti or was it Bobby Tamboro? One of those guys you got to be 
friendly with. And Bobby's coming on the show uh, coming up, right? Yeah, he'll be on Wednesday. And Wednesday. Uh, yeah, what's it? Fred Rubino, he'll be on Friday. Oh, that's a that's a catch. That's a catch right there. That's a funny dude. <laughs> that's great. How did but you I, get associated, like through messaging, direct messages on Twitter or? Yeah, exactly. So it's it's kind of funny because I had never called into the show till maybe like uh, February of this year or last year, sorry, like a year ago. Um, and then I decided to go check out Twitter. So I became kind of a frequent caller. I had heard people's voices, so I knew kind of who they were, you know, just by their voice. Yeah. I knew they they had multiple, you know, some people call in and play characters and whatnot. So it was trying to figure that all out. But when I got onto Twitter, uh, I started messaging people and found out pretty quickly, like, who watches the show and who actually calls in. And then the next thing you know, you're DMing people and saying, hey, I'm Quadfather. How's it going? I'm the goofy guy that calls in and does this. Um, so that's kind of how we all met. And then we started direct messaging and uh, come to find out there was another show that they were on. So I hook up with those guys and uh, uh -huh. we were playing around on a different podcast. And um, maybe around Thanksgiving time, I decided, hey, maybe I'll try to do a StreamYard account and play with it and next thing you know we're the backyard voice and yeah. uh garrett and gino are now our like audio drop on our show because they yeah. you know they yeah. kind of plugged us on the show backyard so boys. That's yeah right. i i guess we're like the resident show now like uh <laughs> the in hot water fan show that's uh, why i wanted to be on you know because i knew it was associated and, and and uh you know just the name the name is really what made me want to do it now, on YouTube, to find you guys, it's BYB Podcast. That's the channel, right? Yes, sir. At and BYB what, Podcast. And, and what same thing for Twitter? It's the same Twitter handle? No, it's uh, at BYB underscore podcast. Okay, at BYB underscore. That's the difference. Yeah. Only because that one, the other on. one was... <laughs> Yeah, it was a blast, man. You're hilarious. Uh, we loved we loved watching you on in hot water and stuff. So thanks. I want to be yeah. back, you know. So we'll arrange that, you know. Absolutely. Maybe I can sneak up on Fred Rubino, but we'll talk off air. But okay, so Derek, Quadfather, Backyard Boys. We are now gonna watch a full length movie on YouTube, and everybody at home's got to press play at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Derek, Quadfather, and give us that. Celebrity Countdown. You ready? Three, two, one, go. Thank you, Celebrity Comedian, for that Celebrity Comedian Countdown. And thank you, Criterion Collection, for presenting this version of Surf 2. Criterion <laughs> Collection. Oh, look at that two-faced Janice. What a <laughs> double face. Oh my God! Talking on both sides of his head. Enough with the logos. You all want to get associated with this. It's a public domain movie, right? Either you polish it up or you just put it on a video cassette. Oh, there all right. Now this is the opening to the soundtrack. Their main song for the movie is "Hell's Bells." Right, by Meatloaf. <laughs> you know, I was at Big Ben and I said, "Whoa, there's Big Ben." And Big Ben said, my name's Ben. 
So All right. Sensitive. Look, so sensitive. Things to come. Whoa. Wait. I'm taking my 3D glasses off. It's too intense. It's things to come. It's no, but like, it never really came. It was his prediction. H.G. Wells. This was I based have on never the read the book. Is it a book or a novel, or is it like a collection of curios and writings? It's a book, and it's written as if he was an um, a diplomat. Uh, here it is. No, it's not. Here it is. H.G. Wells, Things to Come. Um, <laughs> sorry, Mike. No, no problem. I think I know what happens. Jack the Ripper finds his time machine, pops Correct. in there, goes to San Francisco in 1979, Correct. gets a room. Goes to gets a room. He watches TV and he's like, ah, modern day television is much more intense <laughs> than the television of the telly I'm, I know from the 1800s. That was a great film, and I wish it was on YouTube and we could do it. Somewhere oh, in the What's it called? Nice. Oh, we're going in the future. So this movie came out in what, 36, you said? Yeah, this came out in 1936. It's based off a book that he wrote. It is a book, but it was like the memoirs or journal or diary. Of a, an ambassador, like in 2054, something like that. The oh, book does end later than this. Now, if you turn on the sound, you'll find out it's nice Christmas. It's nice right. Christmas. And they're playing this Christmas carol right now. It goes Christmas, 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 Christmas. It's put it up, put it up. Is okay, it up? Go. Yeah, it is up. Okay, here we go. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, M, N, O, L, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V. See, there's no L in my song. Okay, what the L, man? So what's going on is he's – the director is contrasting, like, the nice, pleasant thing of Christmas to war is coming. Right. War is on the horizon. Hey, the oh, future. so H.G. Wells predicted a war in the future? Good for him. Check that <laughs> off. This came out just before our England's entrance into World War II. Yeah, so – so the, the box office, the first week at least, really profited off of that. You know what I mean? Like You know was, who doesn't profit off of anything so far, Carl, are the newsies, right? Because the news are on the, on the stands or on the bus. <laughs> I, I don't need to read it. I nearly got run over by it. <laughs> Christmas turkeys are all hanging out in the open air. Yeah. The world on the brink of war. See, holding the sign. Do you think it's like the last movie we watched with Preston Nixon TV? They're holding news. Instead of saying eat at Joe's, they're like, war's coming. It's all like, it's over the top. I get it. I want to hear people talk. It's a soundy, isn't it? It is a soundy, and it's in the public domain, Mike. Just let it rip. Okay. Sometimes the studio uh, rats get upset. The mice in the studio. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so right. this guy is um, a famous guy named uh, Raymond Massey. He's known for his thick voice and everything. 
uh, and he's going to be our hero throughout the movie because we'll see his descendants. We'll see, you know, he'll be an ancestor to the future. That's kind of cool. So that's how they were able to tell a story about the future is that it's a man and then his kids. Right. Now, this guy is the person who's supposed to let us know in the story, eh, I don't give a fuck all about war. A couple of people battling miles away. You know. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with him. Now, Wells is a British dude, right? Did, or yeah. you read this in a, so. Yeah, this whole film is English. Man. <laughs> Are you saying it's a British A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S. I don't get it. Why don't you say the L? Because that song has is a Noel. Oh, that's that's the Christmas Carol. It's a no. It's a Noel. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's. Hilarious. I learned that from a comic strip. Look, look. Now here we have Christmas. And what comes to mind when I look at this scene is Christmas, 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 <laughs> Christmas, 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 Christmas. You know Christmas what I what I noticed? Christmas. It's Christmas. Oh, Carl. Hey, uh, Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you, Mike. Let me be the first in 2023 to wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, Carl. Let me be the second, but I'm still the same person. Right. I wish you Merry Christmas. Merry oh, Christmas. well, thank you, Michael. Let me be the third. third. How are we doing this math? Oh, all right. Is it third time or third? Okay, look how serious he is. You know, war, he's all serious about the war. But, like, he's not a bummer about it. Well, I mean, the kid has a little can war cannon, and yes. the whole streets are covered about war, so. It's just trying to be realistic. It's a realistic one. Now, the old fogey sitting in the chair, he already did his bit. He's supposed to say, my, how things have changed since I was a lad. <laughs> I wonder what the future will bring. All right. So Thank what do we do? We, like, guys. wait 80 years? Are they going to do, like, animation? They'll see the trees blossom, fall, the tree gets bulldozed. There will be some camera tricks that I suspect are animation. But no, not that way. But, yeah, you'll have these long, look, look. Look, they turn look, the lights off. Were there light? Were there candles on that Christmas tree? It's weird, right? Because you can't you can't focus other than the fact the tree's gonna catch on fire, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, here's to a new year and many future years of flaming trees. Oh, I have a song. Oh, uh, lang syne and things to come. Right? Is that where the Old anxiety. I don't know. I don't know. How do you even say it? Old A U L D, right? Yeah. And then you know, Anzine. Alan Sherman has a version. He goes, It was a man, his name was Lang, and he had a neon sign. And Mr. Lang was very old, so they called it <laughs> Alan Sherman, not me. Yeah, he was my son, the folk singer. He, yeah, my son. I love that record. He did like a medley, and I only remember the medley part. Okay, so now it's like, why are there si air raid sirens? And then the guy who was like, war, fuck all war, is like, 
You don't think they're close, do you? Now we're hearing on the radio. We interrupt this Ryan Seacrest morning drive <laughs> zoo show to bring you war. We're oh, thank God. Stay tuned to be very scared. We're going to scare you now.